A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello, lovely podcast listeners. We are back for a bonus episode. We got a little bonus episode to celebrate surpassing 50,000 downloads and reaching our 30th episode. We're giving you a bonus episode. Yeah. And in this episode, we are answering your burning questions. Ooh. So whether they are paranormal or whether they're just questions about us, we're going to answer them. I feel like I need to go, ah, to add to my sound effects. Ah, If it is a question that we have answered before, because we previously did a bonus questions and answers episode for episode 20, then we will keep it short and sweet. But we've got a lot of interesting questions to get through today. And I may give you a different answer to what I gave you in episode 20, just to be honest with you. Yep, that is not beyond the realm of possibility. (laughs) We're going to go straight into it. Are you ready? Yeah, ready. Question number one comes from Astral Secrets on Instagram. Ah, crystal person. Love all the crystals. What story have you read that has freaked you out the most? Uh, um, the Rats by James Herbert. Or, oh, do you mean they mean the actual story, don't they? Probably mean the actual stories that oh. we've gotten in. Well, that's a, that is a good question. Um, I think Dear David was freaky. But it was probably more likely, more than likely a um, marketing thing. So that took the edge off of it a little bit. Um, the Banshee story was freaky for me. Um the wailing old women it's quite scary creepiest one for me has been skinwalkers oh yeah uh because of the because <laughs> it's a cultural phenomenon and yeah. i believe that first people have a different way of knowing a different way of understanding the world and that we're just not privy to it or maybe we're not as open to it and it really freaks me out yeah all the stories freak me out though to be fair question number two okay comes from josie what is on Instagram. What is the thing that you've seen that's made that's made you believe most in the paranormal? So I'm going to answer that first. I'm going to go if you go right back to episode one of this <laughs> podcast. It is the reason that we started, or that I decided, or that I encouraged Dan to start a podcast, and the reason that I actually do believe in ghosts, just not most ghost stories. And that was when I saw a full-bodied apparition in a lunatic asylum. I've, not not made up. I think for me, there's been a lot of things that I've seen in my life that have just been a little bit unexplainable nothing like really shocking but I just can't haven't been able to explain it I think that's probably been the sort of key to me I just I just just think there's things in this life we can't explain so it's just a general thing for me I think yeah question from Lily Howitt do you believe in the Mandela effect p.s love the podcast P.S. We love you too, Lily. I just, I don't understand it, to be honest with you. Like, it, that that is something that's really sort of baffles me because I, not so much the actual Mandela story, because that's that's just a little bit before my time, but the the Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes thing. Yeah. I just don't understand. Well, it's just a universal mistake, isn't it? The Mandela yeah. effect. Yeah. That's all it is. I believe in it. I absolutely believe it's real. I believe it is a thing. So the Mandela effect gets its name from the idea that there was a huge, huge amount of people. It was like that all believed that Mandela, Mandela had died. died. Yeah. 
And so when he did die, they were like, but he's already dead. I remember that happening. Mm. And there's loads of different occurrences of the Mandela effect. If you like look it up on YouTube or whatever, it's really interesting. It's when masses of people remember things, but not as they were. But memory is a really tricky thing anyway. But the... (sighs) I think I still think the Looney Tunes, Looney Tunes thing. I think I could find proof about it. I'm sure it was called Looney Tunes at some point. See, this is why the Mandela effect is so interesting because people are like, absolutely fucking not. It is 100% the thing that I remember it being. I just, but not necessarily. Yeah. I'm sure it used to be that. Sally Nolan has asked if we have ever heard of Loftus Hall in Wexford. Um, I haven't. Um, I have. Ireland, Ireland is a little bit out of my remit. I have. Loftus Hall is a really famously haunted... Oh, did the Ghost Adventures go there? Potentially. <laughs> Maybe I have They been. might have gone to Loftus Hall, but it's a really famous haunted old building in Wexford in Ireland. I think there's a big hole in the ceiling that they can never quite, man- can never quite mend. There's been loads of documented cases of people being physically attacked by entities, all that kind of thing. I'd love to go. I've never been. Yeah, I'm all right. Uh, the next question is actually from me, and it's from GBATS3417. Yeah, is the book your, reader. Yes. Is your PhD about compiling all the research that you are doing for this podcast? I fucking wish. I wish that's what my <laughs> PhD was on. No, my PhD is actually on education, um, and educational policy specifically. And I would love when we are, when I'm finished my PhD, when I actually have time um to actually genuinely compile all the stories we've gotten in from the podcast into some sort of book. That's what I would love to do with the podcast. And then you forward. can read it with all your other books. Then I can read it with all the other books that I'm allowed to read when Not I finish you. my podcast. The, the, oh. the, the book lady that's messaging us. Oh, good. Yeah, then she can yeah. add it to her list of books to read. Um, our next one comes from Monet Minos. What would it take, paranormally speaking, for you, Emma, but I'm asking you this question as well, to move out of your house. Um, any of the things that we've spoken about on this podcast for me. <laughs> no, but to you. genuinely move. Like, genuinely, I'm packing my stuff and I'm not coming back to this house. Um, if you bought back a doll, a China doll. If you bought on eBay the Crying Boy painting. If you <laughs> did a re- bought a Ouija board in. If you did a seance. Uh, yeah, any of those things. Would cause you to move out. Yes, that is mad. I think it would take a lot for me to move out. I think if it, if whatever was going on in the house was damaging my physical or mental health, that'd be the point where I'd be like, I'm fucking outy. The reason those things would make me move out is because I've explicitly asked you not to do those things. <laughs> so if you do them, that's just... This is me being, being a bitch. Being mean. Our next one is from Kate C... Oh, Kate can do stuff. Oh, I'm such a dickhead. I think that's Kate um, Milton Maudlin, but Hi. Yo, Emma, what type of eyeliner are you using? Let's Ooh. ask Dan that question. Dan, what kind of eyeliner do I use? Um, it is. I do actually know this. Um, I want to say Mac, but it's not Mac. No, it's not. I know where. I can know where it is. I can see where it is in boots. <laughs> it's liquid eyeliner. It is liquid eyeliner. Maybelline? No, I don't know. No, I use the Rimmel Glam Rimmel. Eyes Liquid Eyeliner. Um, I love my eyeliner. I don't actually wear it that often. So when I am wearing it, it's a rarity. But it also means, if I post it on Instagram, it means that my eyeliner is on fucking point. And it's taken years of practice to be able to do it properly. But I wear Rimmel, Glam Eyes, liquid eyeliner. Always in black. Sometimes I do little designs around my eyes if I'm feeling very fancy. Jane Shetty has asked, 
Would you rather live in a haunted house or meet the black eyed kids every time you have a driving trip? <laughs> I think the black eyed kids every time I met a dri- have a driving tr- trip would just get like to that point where you're just like, I can't be asked with this anymore. <laughs> like, it was scary the first 200 times, but really, it's just getting annoying now. First 200 times? Well, every time I drive every day, don't I? Yeah, but that's nearly a year of yeah. seeing them every day. And yeah. that's the point where you'd be like, oh, can't be asked being scared yeah. about this anymore. Yeah. All right, I see. I'm scaredy cat, I don't know. There you are. Um, but yeah, I've, I'd probably take that over a haunted house, actually. I'd probably take the tiny... Or the, the, the tiny, tiny beams. <laughs> that I wasn't was an option. The, I was reading the next question. I'd take the black-eyed kids as well, because I don't actually drive that often. Yeah. So I'd be fine if I... And I drive a lot, but I'd still yeah. take that, because I don't sleep very well as it is without living in a flipping haunted house, so... Our next question is from Made by Mandy, who asks, what is Bim's all-time favourite food? Should we answer that one together? No, you answer it on your own. Because I don't know what you're going to say. It's tuna, probably. Well, she likes tuna, but she is obsessed with KFC. Oh, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Yeah, KFC is the craziest, like, crack. Yeah, and it, we don't get KFC very often, but when we do bring it home, oh, my God, she loses her fucking mind. I climbed up my chest and tried to get into my mouth to get some of the chicken back, I think. At one yeah, point. yeah, she's like, she's mental if KFC is in the house. And we obviously don't give her the skin or anything. No. We just, if we give her some KFC, we give her the, like, actual chicken, breast. if that's what we can call it, chicken breast. And fuck me, she goes mental. Yeah, it's like, she it's crazy. Big old black eyeballs and... Yeah, crawling up, crawling up, yeah, trying to get out of your mouth, all that kind of jazz. What is your scariest experience? And that comes from Piece of Kate 101. Very clever name. I like people with clever Instagram names. Uh, mine is absolutely my haunted, I mean, paranormal wise, mine is my haunted um, seeing the girl in the asylum. It's the, honestly, the freakiest thing that's ever happened to me. Yeah, I can imagine. So mm. mine, mine is the, the incident with the little girl that I talked about in the hotel. Yeah. Um, in terms of paranormal, definitely. Um, our next question comes from 50p Movie Club, who asked, do you secretly <laughs> hate Dan? He's a bit of a moron. I, I got that message and I got really annoyed because I forgot that Dan was on Instagram. I was like, who the fuck is texting me, is sending me stuff like that about Dan? And then I was like, oh, it's Dan. <laughs> so our, my next, our next question comes from... Oh, you didn't answer it. Because uh, it would be too awkward to answer it on the podcast. Oh. You'd be embarrassed. Mm, whoops. Our next one comes from O'Hanlon Will. Would you ever do interviews with people who have had spooky experiences? We have done interviews with people who have had spooky experiences. We have. Episode <laughs> uh, five. Yep. We interviewed Cass and Heidi, uh, lesbian Beyonce and Jay-Z, for anyone who's forgotten. And uh, Cass talked about her experience with a um, ghost a when theater. she worked in a theatre. Yeah. And we haven't got anybody else. We need, we keep meaning to get other people on. Like, there's loads of other people that we have kind of lined up to come on, but we haven't actually organised for them to come on yet. So we need to do that. Um, and the last time we had somebody on, they ruined the podcast for us. So, pff, yeah. You know. Thanks, Will. Thanks, Will. Love you, Will. You fucking don't love you, Will. <laughs> um, okay, so next question. If you could pick one haunted place to stay the night in, where would you go? And that's from Geordie BK. Uh, no place. Thank you, Geordie. I'm good. Really no place, though. So you have to pick somewhere. So I, think okay, about I would pick... pick somewhere. I would stay in the most haunted hotel in the world as long as the bed was big and comfortable. <laughs> I'd stay, I think if I was going to stay in a haunted place, I'd be like, bring me to the most haunted place on earth. Where is meant to be the most haunted place on earth? Bring me there. And I would go and stay there. 
Yeah, but I want, if I'm staying somewhere, I want to be able to actually lay down and go to bed. Like, I'm not I'm not up for this. Like, I wouldn't go and stay in Bobby Mackey's. There's nowhere to sleep. Oh, okay, fair enough. If it, I'd go to, like, the Cecil Hotel then or somewhere. Yeah, okay. And be like, oh, no, I'm going to be haunted, but I'd sleep the whole night anyway. Yeah, you actually so would. <laughs> um, so, MandyLou288 asks, what's the, sc- what's the worst... The worst scary movie you've ever seen. The worst as in bad or as in scariest? Uh, worst. We'll go for both. Okay. Worst as in worst, although it's now slowly becoming one of my favourite movies of all time. It's episode 50, ah! which me and Will watched in for the 50p movie for club. 50p movie club for the first, first proper episode of 50p movie club. That is a terrible, terrible film, but it's get, it's now getting to the point where it's just becoming an icon of mine because everything we've watched since has not been as good. Um, in terms of scariest, um, yeah, probably what I what I answered last time about um, the one that I saw on YouTube, the Lights Out original on YouTube is quite scary. Somebody posted that in the super group mm, again the other day. Don't watch it. Me. That's mm. I can't watch it either. It's absolutely terrifying. Yeah, that that, that short film, um, if you haven't seen it, look up Lights Out on YouTube. Man. I posted that then on, oh. on the super group. Um, so open your passport. And this is something we've talked about quite a lot, actually. They say babies can see ghosts. Do you think we can still see them as adults? We just believe we can't because society labels us as crazy if we say we saw something. So now when we think, uh, so now when we think we see something, we just try and come up with a rational excuse. Maybe our culture forces us to believe we can't see these things. And in fact, the shadow or flicker you saw was really something paranormal. 100%. Yeah, I kind of, I do. I, I do think that we're conditioned to um, stop being as magical as we get older. It's rational. It's, we're taught to be rational, aren't we? That's, that's what we learn as we get older. So that's actually, it's not just in terms of paranormal. It's in terms of everything. I think it's in terms of imagination. It's in terms yeah. of the choices we make. It's in terms of... Religion and spirit, spirit, religion and spiritual. I can't say that word. Say that word for me. Religion spirituality. and spirituality. Thank you. Um, but yeah, hundred percent, definitely on board with that. Um, I think it's uh, it's it's almost like um, safety net that mm. we do to protect ourselves because we have an understanding of what should and shouldn't be, whereas kids don't have that understanding, and so therefore they don't need to necessarily protect themselves. They can just say. What is who's that man over there? Yeah. Uh, our next one comes from Joanna's Treats, and she asks, "How long have you guys been dating?" How long have we been dating? You can answer it. No, I want to see if you know. Uh, <laughs> two, nearly three years. Yeah. Well done. When did we start going out? August. Yeah, what was the date? <laughs> August. <laughs> yeah, good, good. That's better than you. You got close enough. Uh, since the 25th of August on 2016. God, that's a long old time ago. <laughs> We're old people now. Um, and Joanna Streets also asked, where do you think the most haunted country is? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I don't think there's any countries more, particularly more haunted than others. I think probably we, our psyche, our sort of cultural ex- experiences would suggest that most of our, like, as I've said before in the podcast, a lot of our haunted stories come from America and Britain. Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, true. Because that's where we, that's kind of where we draw our references from. I think it's probably, probably the paranormal probably exists everywhere. And it's just what you hear and what you encounter really. And some of it's lost in translation. Yeah, probably. Um, my next one comes from GBATS3417 hey. again. Have you ever wanted to move or live elsewhere? Uh, yep. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're quite happy where we are. Yeah. But I would quite like to move somewhere else at some point. Just don't know where. Yep, yeah, me too. Yep. Yeah. I'd like to live in Portland. Yeah, Dan loves Portland. He's like obsessed with Portland. We love to watch Portlandia. That's all I know of Portland. It's close enough to Eugene. Is, is Portlandia. Or Seattle. I'd live in Seattle or I'd live in San Francisco. Anywhere in the Pacific Northwest, I think. Um, I'd quite like to live in Spain. I'd quite like to live in Italy. But we're quite happy where we are at the moment, aren't we? Like anywhere where there's sun yeah. for you. Um, Anels29 says, would you rather, this is a really good one, live at Skinwalker Ranch for a year mm. or live with Emma's black-eyed woman? I think, personally, I'd rather live with my black-eyed woman. Yeah. Simply because if skin, if the shit that's going on at Skinwalker Ranch is real, I do not want to be in battle every single fucking night. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather have the predictability of just her standing, because that's all I know of her to do, is yep. just stand and stare with her black eyes. It's fine. I can do with that. I'd You'd get end up getting it. having a cup of tea with her. And yeah, and, and then figuring it out and whatever. And we'd sort things out, and then we'd end up being fast friends and creating some sort of ridiculous sitcom about um, unlikely people living together but Skinwalker Ranch can fuck right off if any of that stuff is real I don't want to be like they'd kill Bims they'd mm. kill Bims with their little yeah. blue orbs I don't want Bims to be killed okay, with their blue what orbs what I'm about to say might shock you yeah go on but if it was just me and it was for a day I'd like to stay a day at the Skinwalker Ranch it's for a year yeah I know but I'm just saying I've changed the terms Oh, so you, if you'd stay, I'd go, I'd visit Skinwalker Ranch. No, I'd stay like overnight. I'd, I'd stay overnight over, over meeting your woman. Would you? If it was just for once, but if it's for the sustained period of time, obviously me and the woman would get be friends, would be fine, and Bims would be safe. But if it was just me. Well, that's interesting. So the next one, Carly Hollywood 90 asks, would you spend a night at a haunted location with proper investigators? How dare you imply that we're not proper investigators? How dare you? Uh, yeah, I would, yeah. I absolutely would. I'd have great crack. I don't believe in paranormal investigations. Sorry. Sorry to put that out there. Um, I think that there are really amazing people who are really into it. But if you look at, like, um, a lot of paranormal investigations, nothing well, happens. I'm not saying ghost adventures. No, I didn't say ghost adventures. But just a lot of paranormal investigations, like, nothing happens. They use technology, which is pseudoscience. Do you know what I mean? All, all of these, like... 
the idea of people using like spirit boxes and stuff blows my mind because it's so ridiculous using like recorders and recording evps like there have been amazing evps captured over the years so i'm not like i'm not negating that i just i would i would i'd love to go on a paranormal investigation but i find it really difficult to take it seriously i don't want i I just it's again no it's always always overnight and like i want to be in bed overnight so i I would go with them but maybe go to my room we're just so lazy (laughs) I just don't sleep enough as it is. I don't need any extra reason not to be asleep. Well, our, one of our plans going forward is that we are actually going... Um, part of the reason why we set up the Patreon was so that we could go and do paranormal investigations yeah, in that. various people. In various people. <laughs> in various places, I mean. So me, Dan and Will are going to do go and do some paranormal investigating in various places. So keep your eyes peeled. So Ali Brown, which is Alistair Brown, mm. um, who is lovely and one of our Patreon subscribers. Is the one on the live feed? Yes, yeah, it's yeah. the one on the live feed with us. So I hope what your exams is, went well. Yeah, I hope your exams are going well, matey. What is the scariest short creepypasta urban legend that you know, Emma oh. and Dan, separately? Thanks. Right, Dan. I hate that one. Oh. Where it's really short and it's the woman... Uh, it's a woman and she's got a German Shepherd dog um, who sleeps in the room with her. Yes. <sighs> Go on. Uh, and she's uh, she hears some noise in her house um, overnight and she reaches down to where the dog normally sleeps and feels it lick her on the hand. And then she gets up about an hour later and the dog is dead in the bathroom. There's been a man in the house who licked her hand. Ah, oh, I hate that one. I hate the subtle ones. I also hate the one where the where the kids um the kids upstairs and he hears his mum shouting in the kitchen, and he comes running down the oh, stairs yeah, and, and she grabs his, him. pulls him into the cupboard and goes, "I heard it too." Oh, yeah, my favorite creepypasta ever is Slenderman because it gained such cultural significance that people actually died. That people like. Well, no. Are you talking about that girl who was stabbed? Yeah, she, she, she survived. Oh, she, yeah. But she, um, like, it gained such cultural significance that it manifested itself in like people's mental illness. Like that's mental. Mm. That's mental that it like it became such a part of society, and it it caused this like obviously horrific, horrific um, act that two young girls like try to murder, try to sacrifice their friend Slenderman. Like it's crazy. And I love it for that reason that it became this like really significant part of our everyday vernacular. I've actually freaked myself out telling myself that story again. Oh I hate it. Um Ugh. so Anna asks us, Anna who is one of our Patreon people and she's like amazing has been with us from the very beginning. What is the scariest real ghost story you've ever heard? Hmm I I think for me the scariest one I've heard was the one that Chris sent us in the last time we did a listeners episode Chris sent us in the story about the Ouija board oh yeah that was and the um, didn't he get grabbed no it was the hand in the ceiling was it? <gasps> oh the hand the turned the light switch off yeah. fuck oh. off that got me and then there the footsteps me. on the ceiling oh yes well, it wasn't from upstairs it was on the ceiling yes yes oh. yes that was great oh. um Hey, McConnellhue. I can't even say it. I can't say that last. McConnellhue. McConnellhue. I don't know. Why did you decide to do a podcast together and specifically on paranormal things? Um, I've answered this question before and it was because of Will. 
because yeah. I got really competitive with But that's not why paranormal things, is it? Why? Um, paranormal things was because I'm really fascinated by it. I think it's a fast, it, it's like a real psychological mind fuck about why we believe in it and why cross-culturally across the world we believe in it. Um, and I think it's something that brings people together. Like ghost stories are a great thing that people love and people love to listen to. So I thought, why not tell some ghost stories? Um, Mandilu288 asks again, uh, what is your favourite movie, just in general? Uh, mine is Almost Famous or the Transformers 1980s cartoon. Mine is uh, Moulin Rouge. This is my favourite film ever made. I love it so much that I have a tattoo dedicated to Moulin Rouge because I'm a sad bastard and I'm very excited for it to come to the West End so I can go and see it and I love it so much and I made Dan watch it and Dan hates musicals and when I watch it I sing along really loudly. So it's the I best, didn't mind best Moulin Rouge. It's just I didn't understand why everybody was singing all the time really. Because it's a musical... I oh, know, but that's why I don't like musicals. Uh, Mandalu again, 288, asks us, what's our favourite place to travel to? Um, I like lots of different places. There's lots of places that I like to travel to. Um, I love, I've already mentioned, I like the Pacific Northwest. I've managed to go a couple of times now, which has been really nice. And I just love it. I feel like it's got everything that I would want in a place to live. Um, I'm really a big fan of Italy and Corsica. The coast of France. Italy is my favourite place in the world because I fucking love food. <laughs> and uh, Italy is the best place. And I love Rome specifically, which is very cliched, but I absolutely love Rome. It makes me really happy being there. I love Norway. I mm. love um, the Nordic countries and their way of life because they're very cool and chilled out. Did you know that they, um, they, res- they they're so adept at recycling in Norway that they have to ship in waste from other countries <laughs> in wow. order to power some of their systems because they power a lot of their stuff with, um, with That's waste. That's crazy. Which is crazy. Um, um, I also liked Estonia and Tallinn. However, they've currently got a Nazi government, so maybe we won't go Maybe there. not. I liked Canada as well. Canada was cool. Mm, Canada was cool. And I, I still love, prefer the West Coast, though. Sorry. I love, the, um, I love the American and Canadian um, attitude to food, which is obviously... Um, a little bit of a controversial topic because of how the world kind of perceives and stereotypes Americans. But fuck me, do those people know how to eat? Mm. Like portions, everything. I'm that all chicken for it. place in Ham- uh, where was in, it? It was Burlington, maybe. Burlington, oh. There was a chicken place in Burlington that we went to. Oh my god, yeah. we had so much chicken. Um, if you could stay the night in a haunted place anywhere in the world, where would it be? Oh, we've already had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so Josie asked us, "What color is our kettle?" It's white. So I had it's to very look. plain and boring. It's white. Um, Does the job though. Uh, Jane Shetty asks us actually, can you do an episode on ghosts from India or start a series of country specific stories? I think we will. I think we, we will. talked about this on the on our Instagram live the other day, and we talked about doing a um, Japanese series, an Indonesian series. I'm well up for doing an Indian series. Will Will really wants to do um, a Japanese ghost one episode with us at some point. Oh, amazing. Um, so that would be a nice thing to do before he goes to that part of the world, even though he's not going to Japan. He's going to Asia. He's gone to Asia? Yeah. He's going to China. It's in Asia, which is also... Japan oh, yeah, because you said... Yeah, I know. That's why I was like... Because you said he's not going to Japan, he's going to Asia. I was like... Um... <laughs> no, I said, but he is going to Asia. Is oh, right. Sorry. Yeah. Um... So I'm trying to make sure we have all the stories. What colors are And so hey, 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 OG, I think, um, 
said, how did you two meet? We've answered this before as well. We actually lived together. Yeah. We lived together in a big fucking in house share. Um, <laughs> we lived in a big house share in this big old house um, that was really cool. And uh, I really fancied Dan. So I spent a lot of time just being really awkward around him. It worked. And it worked. And here we are three years later. <laughs> um, so Anne Karichola asked, hey, did you guys, any of you ever see a ghost or a spirit or felt an unknown presence in your life? Go back and listen to episode one and I tell you all about it. But the answer is yes to both of us. And we've both spoken about um, spirits in our lives at different times. Mm. So B.A. Um, Xander asked a really interesting question. If either of you were a ghost, how would you communicate to let the other know that you're still there? Oh, that is a really good question. Now, I know what I'd do. Fucking eat all your cereal. Yeah. I do that anyway. And then, because yeah. I, Dan gets really annoyed because I um, I just love cereal. Like, I'm a cereal fiend. I'm obsessed with cereal. I love it. And anytime he gets cereal, I eat it. And then he gets really annoyed at me. But at the moment, he has lucky charms. And I'd never had them before. And I had some when he went out earlier. And they're absolutely rank. <laughs> Can't believe how disgusting they are. So I won't be eating those ones. They're too expensive to have all the time over here. Well, that's, so. what, that's what I'd do. I'd um, eat your cereal. I'd know. To let you know I was still here. What would you do? Leave my clothes on the floor. Oh, that fucking be annoying. <laughs> I'd be like, God, he's just as annoying dead as he was alive. Um, I just, I, I know, I know what I do. I keep, every time you're watching YouTube, I keep flicking it over to Game Chasers. Oh! <laughs> I don't even mind Game Chasers, but that will be... So, Alistair Brown asked another question on Patreon, and he said, I'd like to know what country you feel has the most interesting cryptids, legends, and myths. Personally, I love the wild Japanese stuff and also the myths from my homeland of Scotland. I love the show. I fucking love cryptids. And I know people are going to be surprised because I'm always like, oh, I don't believe in anything. Blah, blah, blah. Cryptids, all I'm here for cryptids. Love them. Love it. Love, give me a bit of Bigfoot any day. I write that Bigfoot fetish stuff. No, I don't. I'm joking. Um, she does really. But I love it. Love cryptids. All for it. And I think um, there's so, there's amazing cryptids all over the world. It just depends on what your definition of cryptid is really i don't i wouldn't want to say but i love i love the um the loch ness monster oh i do i love to think the nessie was but i'm also really quite into chupacobras at the moment oh chupacabras you mean not chupacobras no chupacobras that's how i see the hybrid between a chupacabra and a cobra (laughs) (laughs) that's um there yeah that i i like that's uh, something that's grabbed my interest since we looked at that fake since we watched that fake talk what's it fact or fiction fact or fake paranormal fact or files. fake paranormal files where they really couldn't outlaw it could they they had that carcass that they tested and they didn't really know what it was oh yeah, yeah. So they said it was a, a, a hybrid between a dog and like a wild something yeah i don't really know um that's all cryptids are though really isn't it they're hybrids of things what scares you the most personally demons ghosts aliens humans etc Humans every time. Humans. Just, I've seen humans do yeah. some horrendous stuff. Yep. Over the years. Especially when I worked in um, a mental health facility. Fuck me. I saw people doing some awful things. To themselves mostly. Mm. But Jesus Christ. You'd be surprised. What people can do to themselves. Yeah. And outside of humans. Aliens. Yeah. See aliens really don't freak me out. I mean they probably would if I encountered one. But. It's, what was the other choices of the paranormal ones? Um, demons, ghosts, aliens, etc. Dolls. Yeah, good, done. <laughs> David Keane asks, if you were to pick one person from all of history to haunt you, who would you pick? Oh, that's a cracking question. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. Can we interact with them? Yeah. Well, if they're haunting you, yeah, I'd imagine you can. So, so you can't chat. like sit down and have a chat. Uh. But I'd imagine you were aware that, that was the person that was haunting you. Do you know what I mean? You'd be mm. like, oh, it's the ghost of fucking Cleopatra or whatever. I don't know. I don't know either. It's a really it's a good really question. tough question. So is, there, is there anybody in history that you definitely wouldn't want to be haunted by? There's a question for you. Um, anybody that would come back as an old person or a child. So any famous dead old people or famous dead children? Yeah, but I would like to think that some old, like some famous people, if they died, they wouldn't come back as like their oldest form. Oh, I guess. Okay. I don't really know. I think maybe Frank Sinatra. I'm fucking calling in on that one because I don't know. No, I'm saying Frank Sinatra. Because I reckon he'd be crooning to like, to like, doing his ghostly noises would be like little snippets of his song, and I could I could handle that. I think. Oh, you nice. probably get you probably get like tobacco smoke smells and stuff like that. Do you know? I'd love to be haunted by Amy Winehouse because she'd wreck your house. She'd yeah. be so annoying. She'd be like <laughs> smashing shit up. All your drink would go missing. There'd be like fucking all sorts of things going on. I'd be like, oh Amy, because I love her so much. I'd just be like, oh Amy, um. Our next one is, if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future or anything else, what would you want to know? And that comes from C. Scott on Patreon. Serious answer and fake answer, right? Serious answer. Okay. Serious answer. What happens when we die? Really? Yeah. I don't think I'd want to know because I think if I found out that nothing happens when you die, I'd really struggle with that. Because I'd struggle with where the people, the fact yeah, yeah. that people that I've lost, they're not anywhere in the world anymore. And actually, there's there is a thing. There's a quite a there's a comfort in ignorance, isn't it? Yeah, there is. It's the opiate of the people, um, and I'm happy with that. What would I want to know? I think I'd I'd want to know something like I'd ask. I'd waste it on something really stupid that was bugging me at that moment in time. Do you know what I mean? Like, like a little fact that you yeah. can remember. <laughs> I'll be like, what was the name of Chesney Hawks' album? <laughs> like, really? That's how you're using it? Yeah, right now, that's what's bugging me. <laughs> I don't know if I'd want to know about my future. No, I don't know. That's the only thing I'd ask about the future. I'd, I, want, I, want, I want some specifics about things that were bugging me. So, <laughs> like, I'd want to know, like, who was the Black Guardian murderer? Yeah, you see, that's a good one. I'd want to know. Who was Jack the Ripper? Who I'd was Jack the Ripper? That. I'd want to know. Are aliens real? Yeah, those, that's a good question. What's the closest planet to us that has... That has aliens on it. Intelligent like actual, life. I don't want to know about bacteria and shit. No, I, intelligent I want to life. know about actual intelligent life. Um, Caroline Gregory asks, is there anything paranormal-wise that Dan doesn't believe in? And if so, why? Yeah, I don't believe that in a, in a times of trouble, our mind can project another person to save us from the situation. Do you know that? I know that you're like, it's the third man thing. Um, but the, the girl who uh, who told us about that theory and I was like, oh my God, that's actually really interesting. And um, she messaged the other day because she's reading Paranormality by Richard Wiseman, oh, yeah. which is a great book. And I would it's highly recommend it if, yeah, I would highly recommend it if anybody um, is looking for a book to read. And um, she was talking about it and she said, um, even though Dan mocked me about the third man um, theory, uh, I think he might enjoy this book or something like that. And I was like, yeah, Dan did mock you about that. So Dan believes in everything except a real psychological phenomenon. <laughs> Do you know? Uh, no, I think I don't think there's any, I can't like categorically say that there's a certain type of paranormal thing that I don't 
believe in because I think in general, without specific details, I believe in most things. I think there's been specific um, cases where I've been like, well, that's obviously infrasound. Um, no, not quite like that, but I've been like, oh, that's obviously not true. Or that might just be this. Um, but actually, I think most entities and things I'm, I'm down with. Um, Carmen asked on Patreon. Is it Carmen, Carmen in San Diego? Huh? Is it Carmen San Diego? Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Oh, you're I too young. You're so young. Would you rather <laughs> spend one single night locked in a known haunted location by yourself or spend five nights locked in the same location with a few of your friends? I'll just do it by myself and get over it, to be honest. I won't be able to spend five nights with anybody. Not even me. No, probably no. not, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, oh, fuck off. I'd be, you know, in the horror films where you think it's a ghost all along and it's actually that one psychopath in the group. That'd be me. Fucking mm-hmm. shit. I'd choose friends, I think. I'd need some company. I wouldn't be able to deal with it on my own. i just go to sleep, you see. This is what yeah. people don't realise, is yeah. that I'll just fall asleep and not wake up. Uh, if you had the choice to live in a haunted mansion, would you do it? I would. Yeah, absolutely. No. We we talked about this earlier when we were recording the episode about whether or not you'd live in the Amityville Horror House if you knew that people had been murdered there. Yeah, I absolutely would. I wouldn't care. Not a mass murder. Like, if if it was like a person got murdered in this house, I'd be like, eh. But like, a mass murder is pretty evil, isn't it? Yeah, of course it's evil, but it's also the guy who did it was really ill. He was really it lingers, unwell. Though, it? That kind of thing lingers, I think. That bullshit. Only if you allow it. There's people that live in the Amateurville Horror House now that are perfectly fine and live a really normal life. The Amateurville Horror House was not real. It was a money-making scheme. I'm right, flicking your hair. <laughs> I'm flicking my hair, but I forgot the Yeah, but it, it was. But it, the murder was real, wasn't it? I, I, I don't I, I know, because I know what my imagination is like, and it probably wouldn't be haunted, but I'd make it, it, it would make it way worse <laughs> if I knew that something like that happened. And that was our last question. Hmm. from our burning questions series we will do another series of burning questions when we get to episode 40 so if you've got a burning question keep an eye out on our instagram and i will put it up there and if you're a patreon subscriber i'll put it up on patreon also if i missed your question i'm really sorry i tried to do them all but if i missed it i'm sorry i will get to it or ask us ask us again the next time round. and as always thank you for listening we hope that you learned a little bit more about us and we love you. Bye. <laughs> no, I don't know what you're waiting for me. You're looking at me like I'm supposed to be saying something. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.